Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. Well, we're going to take this opportunity tonight to take up the offering. And you know, this is always a, an intimate time because we're entrusting him with that which took our time, our energy, and uh, just good hard work. But you know, we realize in the midst of all that, that he's the one that empowered us to get the money that we do have. He's the one that's given us our breath. He's the one that keeps the heart beating in our chest. He's the one that's given us wisdom and ability. And you know, bottom line, everything that's good comes from him. So if you want to give tonight here to BFC, if you want to worship the Lord through your giving, you've got several ways you can do it. You can send it to us in the mail. Send it to our P.O. Box. That would be P.O. Box 1277. Berthoud, Colorado, 80513. You can also send it through our website. You can go to berthoudfamilychurch.org and you can go there and hit the, the, the giving tab and it'll open up to you the way that you can either put in a debit card, a credit card, or even you can go and make a draw right from your bank account. And so just avail yourself to that. We brought our, our tithe with us tonight. And so we're going to give it to the Lord. And you know, he, he told us that no matter what we give to him, there's an exchange that takes place. Salvation is just simply the exchange of us giving him our sin and sin nature. And he gives back to us his love nature, his righteousness, and his holiness. And so the same is true when we give him money. He's going to take it. He's going to receive it. And then an exchange is going to take place. Because that which a, a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so we're anticipating as we give him that which he's enabled us to make, as we give him a portion, he's going to take it, break it, multiply it. And it tells us there in Luke 6, 38, it's going to come back different than what we gave him. It's going to come back to us as a good measure. It's going to be pressed down. It's going to be shaken together. And then it's going to run over. Because you know, he's a too much God. Amen. So get ready to release your faith and belief for that. Lift your heart to him. And out loud, repeat after me. Say, Father in heaven, thank you for all that I have. Thank you for helping me to support my family. And now I give you back the measure that you've told me to give. I give it cheerfully. I give it willingly. And I worship you now. Receive glory and honor. And Lord, I thank you for your blessing. I know I don't deserve it. I know I haven't earned it. Because you are who you are. 
I've got too much. And it comes to me. I said it comes back to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. So let's, uh, if you have your gift tonight, just go ahead and bring it down. Thanks, Simone. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. He is good, isn't he? Amen. All right, again, hello everybody out there. We're glad that we can be with you. Amen. This is Pastor Marianne, my beautiful bride. I'm Pastor Bruce. And uh, we're just uh, thankful that we can come into your home. Uh, feel free to forward these uh, messages to maybe Amen. somebody that's, you know, you know, on your heart. I don't know how many times that, you, that I've been in a service and I'm thinking to myself, boy, I wish so-and-so could have heard that. This really could have helped them. Well, you can forward it to them. Yes. Uh, you can just uh, go to the website, and when you once you get that video up, you'll see that little link there that you can hit that you can send it out as an email. Amen. You can send it out as a text message. It'll send a link to those in whom you send it to, and then they can watch as well. Yes. We actually, uh, today we, we saw a good friend of ours at the grocery store, and um uh, of course, it was hard to recognize each other. We were all looked like we were ready to, <laughs> to rob a stagecoach. You know, we all had our masks on and everything. And, but we recognized her. She recognized us. And, and she asked us, you know, how, how can I get the services? And uh, she's not able to get online and, and see it that way. So I said, hey, I'm just going to send it to you. So I, I, I texted her son a link today, and then he's going to show it to her. And you can do the same for someone else. And if you are having difficulty, I know that the, you know, this technology can be a little challenging to some. Uh, just let us know. Amen. And uh, you can call the church. You've got that number. You can call the church and we'll uh, get the means of which you want to receive it, whether it's either an email or a text. And we'll get it out to you because we enjoy sharing the word of God. That's really what the Lord has us doing. Amen. Well, we've already prayed. We, we know that the Lord's here. We know that the Holy Spirit's in, her, in us as our teacher and guide. And so we're believing he's going to speak to us tonight. So go on over to Big John chapter 10. And this is actually the third installment of this study called My Sheep Know My Voice. And so we're going to get into it here tonight. Hopefully we'll wrap things up. This is actually, as I said, the third time that we've been uh, looking at this subject matter. It's called, My Sheep Know My Voice. And so go to John chapter 10 and look at verse 27. Oh, glory. Are you guys ready for something? Are you, are you ready for a blessing? Come on. Are you ready to see something that maybe you hadn't seen it that way before? And it just kind of resonates in your heart. There's an agreement there. And uh, that just means the Holy Spirit's working. Amen. But it's up to us to expect it. So... Are you expecting tonight? Woo, glory. <laughs> Good, I am. I, I'm expecting he'll speak through me, and I'm expecting that you're going to hear. But here's Jesus. And notice in the 27th verse of John 10, he says, My sheep. Boy, I love that. Amen. I, I like being his peep. I, I, I really do. <laughs> now that it's Easter and my wife brought these boxes and boxes of peeps at the house, you know, that's, that's my... 
that's my word now for at least a couple of weeks. And uh, they have a new flavor. I don't know if you guys got this one. It's got like a chocolate bottom to it. And, and then the top coconut. is white and it's coconut. Oh, coconut. Woohoo! It's because I had to try it. It was it's good. Coconut. It was good. Okay, so we're the Lord's peep because we are the sheep of his pasture. Amen. And he says that we hear his voice. You know, years ago, a pastor friend of mine, I remember he was ministering, I believe it was in Effingham, and he I can't remember if it was this scripture that he referenced, but the Holy Spirit came on him. And he, he said, you need to stop saying that I can't hear the Lord. Yeah, that's right. He was telling us as the congregation, he says, you need to stop saying that you can't hear the Lord. Because it said, he said it confuses your spirit. Yeah. You see, Amen. Jesus is telling us a truth here. He's saying, my sheep hear my voice. So when you say that you don't, when I say that I don't, then that's confusing to your spirit because your spirit knows that you can hear. Yeah. Come on. Yes. It's amazing how many things that we withhold from, from what the Lord has for us and don't even realize it because we're walking by what we see. Amen. And Come not on. walking by what he says. Yes, sir. So let's say that right now. I hear, I hear the Lord's voice. The Lord's voice. It's not an audible voice. It's not an audible voice. That I hear out here. That I hear out here. It's his spirit. It's his spirit. Com communicating. Communicating. With my spirit. With my spirit. I hear it. I hear it. And I recognize and it. And I recognize it. Thank now we God. found out as we talked about this that the Lord's always speaking. Amen. Yes, he the problem is, is that we have so much going on in our life. So there's just so much white noise that, uh, and so much information that's coming into our senses and into our intellect and into our emotions and into our mentality that unfortunately we can't hear that small, still voice that he speaks to us. And so it's not that he's not speaking. It's just that I'm not in position to hear. So we can change that. Amen. Yes, the can. last thing that we talked about was that there's two areas that we need to, to uh, I don't want to use the word change, but there's, there's two areas that we need to put ourselves in in order to hear from him. And the last time we talked about this, we talked about controlling our environment. Yes. We can change our environment. Since he's speaking to us in such a, a small, still voice, then we have to lessen the noise that's coming at our mind and our senses and our intellect. And we have to get to that place where we can begin to discern that small, still voice. Because remember, it says in Psalm 46.10, he says to be still yes. and know that I am God. Yes. Well, what if I don't get still? <laughs> I'm not going to know. Come I'm on. not going to hear. Amen. Not hear. Amen. That's pretty plain. Yeah. So you and I need to create the atmosphere in which we can hear. We need to, to go to that place where we can hear. Almost unhook mm -hmm. from the world's noise. Or could I say it this way? Unhook for the, from the frequency of this world 
and change the station and get on that frequency in, in which God is broadcasting. So what kind of an environment are we talking about? Well, number one, we're talking about an environment that's separated from social media. You know, if I'm so plugged in to social media, if I'm so plugged into the Internet, if I'm so plugged in with my phone, how many of you know that it's difficult for the Lord to speak Come because on. we already are giving our ear to what That's right. those mediums are saying yes. or medias are saying? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And so we've got to unplug from that. We've got to get, separate ourselves for a time. I'm not saying that this is going to be something we're doing 24-7. But if I want to go and have a conversation with my wife, how many of you know that I got to unplug from all these things and look her in the eyes? Amen. Yes. And, and talk and communicate. Yes. And that's what I'm saying about going to God. We've got to set, we have to carve out in our day that time that we're going to unplug Hallelujah. from all the world and go and be in his presence. Amen. Yes. In an environment that not only we can hear him, but that he can hear us. Come on. It means so much to him when we make it a priority to separate ourselves just to talk to him. That's valuable Woo. to him. Glory. And really, yes, to be honest with you, he's looking for it all day long. All Amen. day long. Amen. Just like tonight. He was waiting for 7 o'clock to come. Hallelujah. Amen. Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> or I should I say Mountain Daylight Time. He was he's been waiting. All day he's been going like this. You notice he you know is it seven yet? Why? Because he knew that you were gonna unplug from some things. Amen. That's good. Yes. And he'd have a chance to speak to you through his word and to speak to you in your heart. Amen. Yeah. We also have to consider for a time unplugging from entertainment. Come on. <laughs> Our society is so entertainment driven. And I bet most of the male population of the United States of America has gone crazy because they can't watch live sports. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're probably in the backyard playing horseshoes just to get some action, you know, just to, just to be doing something or throwing a football up in the air or a basketball or whatever. It's good for us Amen. to separate yes, ourselves from entertainment. Uh, you know, even to separate for a time from just personal interaction with one another. Come on. It's good. And just choose to be alone. Remember, it says in Psalm 46, 1, he says, I want you to be still. Be still. Amen. And know yes. that I'm God. And I'll tell you what, if, if you and I look over our shoulder, the times that we have heard from him clearly and we did receive something that impacted our life in such a wonderful way, it was a time where we were in that environment where we could hear. It's not too many times that he's going to be able to get our attention yeah. when we're so busy with the affairs of this world. Amen. Yes. The second thing is that you and I, in order to hear his voice, is that we need to stimulate the part of us that hears from God. Do you know, I, I wonder how many Christians know when their spirit man is active. Oh, 
and when they're just living with their mind. That's good, yeah. If I can get involved in an activity that actually requires my spirit to be involved in that activity, then I'm stimulating the part of me that hears from him. This is why changing our environment is so important, because when we're doing all those things of the world, our soul is the part of us that's activated. Amen. How are you going to hear? Amen. That's good. And so if you and I will practice during the day those activities that it requires our spirit to come online, so to speak, to be active, and to dominate mm -hmm. or be louder than what's still going on in our mind. Amen. And so let's open up to Hebrews chapter 4. We're going to just look at three areas. And I understand that we ne never do we get an exhaustive list on a, any kind of a subject. And so if I'm giving three points, that doesn't mean there's, you know, 35 points. <laughs> Right. Come on. And so we're just again, we're just hitting the high spots, just some areas that can help us to get to begin hearing his voice on a consistent basis. So let's look over here in in Hebrews chapter four. You this is another familiar verse of scripture. I never do anything fancy. I am a meat and potato pastor. So you won't get any fancy stuff from me. Hebrews 4.12, it says that the Word of God, and so that's talking about His book, it's the only book like it in the world. It's a book that He authored. And He didn't just author it, but He breathed His breath or His life into it. Amen, yes. He did. Spiritual life. It's a, it's a spiritual book. And it was written to this man that's on the inside that hears his voice. It wasn't written, per se, to your mind or to your intellect. It certainly wasn't written to your body. Mm -hmm. it's, it's written to who he made you to be on the inside, a new creature in Christ. And so, therefore, the word of God is alive. King James says quick, which means that, it, that it's a book that's active, that, that has the, the chance to produce life inside of us. And it's also powerful. Amen. Do you know that, I don't, need to get, I don't need to get sidetracked here, but do you know that he invested all of his power into this book? Because it says he, he upholds all things by the word mm -hmm. of his power. Amen. Yes. You see, God put his sovereignty, his everlasting life and his, his <laughs> ultimate power in this book. And that's why Paul's saying to the Hebrew church, he says this book is where you get his life. And this book is where you release his power to change your life. Yes. Glory to God. Now notice it says that it's, it's, it's life-giving, it's quick, it's powerful. Notice it says that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so a two-edged sword obviously cuts both ways. Yeah. It says that it will divide. Now, I'm reading from the King James. Let's start from the beginning of this 12th verse. It says that the word of God is quick 
and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces or it cuts even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. Now, that word soul there is talking about your mind. We are a spirit. We have a mind. And we live in this earth suit, which we call the body. Amen. Yes. The word of God has the ability to sever and reveal to you your spirit and also your mind. It can separate them. They're not the same. Nope. Even though they're joined together, they can be divided by the word of God. Mm-hmm. And it says at the very end of this <laughs> verse that the word of God can discern the thoughts, that's of the mind, and the intents, that's your spirit, of your heart. Amen. So understand that once you start begin reading the Word of God, once you start meditating in the Word of God, what, happening, what happens is, is that life that's in the Word of God and that power begins to reveal this man on the inside. Now understand... That when it does that, your spirit man becomes active because this is a spiritual book that is imparting his life and his power. You know, I think some of the most profound times that the Lord has spoken to me or gave me direction has been when I was reading the Word of God. Amen. Yes. Maybe if someone would say, well, you know, he never speaks to me. Well, have you been reading his book? (laughs) Come on. And I'm not talking about, you know, trying to to read it, to to learn history. I'm talking about spending time in those epistles that were written to you. Not, not, Not the verses that are written about you, like in the Old Testament. But I'm talking about ones that were written to born again, spirit filled, tongue-talking believers. That's who is speaking, or he's speaking to here in Hebrews. Amen, yes. That's right. Hallelujah. He's speaking to the church. Yes. He's speaking to those that have resurrection life inside of them. He's speaking to those that have God the Holy Spirit in them. And when you start reading this book and you put yourself, you allow this book to become a mirror and you start seeing what it's saying about you. Your spirit man comes online. Come on. Amen. Your spirit man rises above the sound and the voice of your mind. And he'll be able to show you things. He'll begin to speak to you. I'll, I will never forget the moment. And you know, encounters with God are so real that when you... Once you're impacted with an encounter, you know that encounter never goes away. And it seems as real 10 years later as the moment it happened. Yes. And so I still remember the day. And I was just, oh man, you want to talk about wet behind the ears. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get there, right? I'm still trying to to grow and mature in the things of God. But when I read this verse back in... (laughs) the day. And I was reading verse 12 of Hebrews 4, and I started to consider 
you know, his book being alive and that, that it, it was what he gave me, kind of it linked me to him. It, it helped me to, to relate to him, to communicate with him and, and to see what he had done on the inside of me. And the latter part of this verse says that God has the ability to know your thoughts. Did you see that? It says that he, the, the, the book, his book is a discerner of the thoughts. And it was the first time I got the revelation that God even knows my very thoughts. Amen. Come on. And I felt very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, because you're the only one thinking in your mind. It's just you. No, he is. He knows. He what knows. He knows what you're thinking. But not only that, he knows your motive. Yeah. He knows your motives. He knows why you do what you do. Because he not only knows your thoughts, but he knows the intents the motivation oh, that's good. of your yeah. heart. And that day, I just laid bare. <laughs> he spoke to me Amen. and told me that through his book. Understand this, that God speaking to us, us hearing the mm -hmm. voice of God, begins when we allow him to speak to us through his book. Yes. Amen, yes. That's when you begin to recognize how he speaks. Mm -hmm what the sound of his voice is like, what his, you, you begin to see where he comes from. He always has us in mind. Oh, thank you, Lord. Everything that he speaks to us will illuminate something that will draw us closer to him yes. and will show in which way he has blessed us, especially when he gives us correction. Oh, come on. Amen. It's wonderful to have a relationship with the Almighty God. Yes. Now, let me go real quickly. I'm trying to get somewhere. Romans 10.10. 10. Look there with me, Romans 10.10. 10. Now, remember, we, we just talked about how we're spirits. The Bible, many times, when it's talking about our spirit man, it's talking about our heart. It's not talking about, you know, the the organ in our body that, that pumps blood through our veins. He's talking about the core or the center of our being, our heart, our spirit. And here in, in Romans 10, 10, he says, with the heart. Notice it doesn't say with the mind. It doesn't say with the body. It says with the heart, with our spirit, we do what? We believe. Amen. Amen. Understand that when you believe what God is saying, your spirit is active. Mm, glory. If you're trying to figure out what a scripture means, now you're trying to relate to him with your mind. You see, the voice and the ears of our mind are intellectual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The ears and the eyes of the heart believe. Amen. And when you hear something and you just embrace it by believing, that's telling you that your spirit is now interacting with him. And now you're in that place where you can hear what he's saying. Oh man, 
is awesome. Yes. Is Amen. awesome. Yes, it is. Amen. Second thing we need to do is what activates our spirit is when we talk to God. We've made prayer so, I don't know, I'm guilty of this. We, we make it so technical, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's a place where religion has really legalized mm -hmm. and made it very formal. But you know, if, if I would boil down what prayer is, prayer is just talking to God. Amen. That's it. Worshiping with him, talking with him. Right. Hanging with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you talk to a person, do you put on airs? I hope you don't. <laughs> do, do, you change, do, you, do you change your voice? <clears throat> Are you going, well, it's... How hast thou been doing today? <laughs> John. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you, don't, you don't talk to God that way, and, no. and we, we shouldn't pray. Yeah. Understand on. that when, when, when I start talking to God, he knows every cell in my body. Yes. yes. Every hair yes. is numbered. Yes. He knows my future better than I know my past. Come on. And how many of you know I'm not going to get over mm -hmm. by pretending with my, you know, voice and with my attitude that I'm something different than I mm -hmm. than I'm already am. We should talk to God just like we talk to one another. Amen. And you Come understand, on. I'm talking about being respectful, oh, obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. But prayer is just talking to God. <laughs> awesome. Have you ever got up in the morning and, and said good morning to God? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Al, you do it. <laughs> you know? I mean... The thing of it is, is when we begin to realize that he's there and he's always listening and he's, his ear is open to us, we should talk to him all day long. Yep. Amen. Be careful not to do it in front of other people because they might think you're, right? You do it in front of Joyce. Right. I work with her. But you know what I'm saying? That will make his presence in our heart more of a reality. Come on. Amen. That's right. It does. Like little things happen. Thanks, Lord. Yeah. Woo, yeah. Glory. It's just like my wife's anointing to get good parking spots at Walmart. <laughs> it just blows me away. You know? It's, and, and, and she's not grabbing the handicapped ones. I mean, no. she's going to legitimate parking spaces. And, right and, she, and she just, thanks, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. That's just talking to God. <laughs> that kind of communication comes from your spirit. Amen. Yes, For with the heart man believeth. You believe that he is, even though you can't see him, even though you can't feel him. And that's going to stimulate that sensitivity and awareness of him talking back. I mean, how many times you go up to someone and you say something to them and they don't respond? Well, God's the same way. He's, he will respond. Amen. And it'll get to the place as we get our spirit more activated and we become more reliant upon it and, we, and we're living out of our spirit. We will hear the Lord's voice in everything. Amen. That's what I want. Yeah, me as well. I want his wisdom. Amen. I want his Come guidance. I want his direction. I want his help. Yes. In making decisions. Yes. Prayer is 
one way that we can get our spirit online so we can talk to him. Amen. 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 Also, I, I wanted to get into the place where another way to activate our spirit is to pray with the help of the Holy Spirit. It says over here in 1 Corinthians 14, 15. 1 Corinthians 14, 15. It says, what is it then? It says, I will, so this is an act of my decision making, I will what? Pray with the Spirit. Now that means several things. Number one, that means that you're going to pray with the help of the Holy Spirit that's living inside of you. But also when you're praying with His help and you're speaking in a heavenly language, now your spirit is praying. Amen. So what does that mean? Thank you, Lord. Your spirit, man, now becomes activated. Every time that we speak in a heavenly language, when we speak with what the Bible calls other tongues, those words are emanating from your spirit. So it says, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding. The understanding is when we're praying with our own mentality, we're praying in our learned language. For us, mostly it's English. Yes. So when I'm praying with my understanding, my mind is activated. But when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, when I'm praying with the help of the Holy Spirit, because he's the one who's giving me the utterance, that's my spirit. Amen, yes. That's being expressed Mm -hmm. through my breath and my vocal cords and my speaking. I like uh, what it says here in 1 Corinthians 14, 14. We were in the 15th verse. Now we're going to go back a verse and go to the 14th verse. Look at this. It says, if I pray in an unknown tongue, when I pray in that language that the Holy Spirit gives me when I receive his enablement, it says that my spirit, my what? My spirit prayeth. Do you know that we can activate our spirit like that? just by beginning to pray in other tongues. Amen, yes. And I'm telling you, the more that we do that, the more that we're going to be mindful of our spirit. Mm -hmm. And the more its volume of God speaking to us will be increased. Now, the last thing that I want to look at in, you know, to activate our spirit man, and uh, this is actually my favorite. I want you to go on over to John. Chapter 4, verse 24. Hallelujah. It seems like I need to say something right here. Don't let religion, don't let what you've heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and being filled to overflowing and speaking in a heavenly language, don't let that that noise out there in the world keep you from seeking that. Amen. Come on. The enemy has done just about everything he can to keep you from receiving that baptism. And what you and I need to do is just get our information from his book. Jesus himself, the one who hung there for you and I, The one who defeated death, hell, and the grave for you and I said that these signs will follow or accompany or be a part of the life of those that believe in Jesus Christ. He said that they will speak 
in new tongues. Amen. Yes. Now, why would Jesus, the head of the church, the savior of the world, tell us to do something that, number one, is not beneficial, or number two, isn't his will? You see what religious people have done? Yes. Actually, it's the enemy that has done it in the form of religion. Trying to tell you that speaking in other tongues is weird and, and you're going to get off and it'll open up the wrong things to you, then maybe we should have a talk with Jesus. Come on. Come he on. said that that's going to be one of the signs of you following him. Amen, yes. And that you're going to allow yourself to yield your tongue to God, the Holy Spirit. And you will speak mysteries. And that you will create the will of God with the help of the Holy Ooh, Spirit. Glory. That you'll be able to pray about something that you don't even know the answer to. Because he helpeth that area that we don't understand. Amen. So don't let that pull you away from what Jesus has for you and I. It's one of the blessings. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just getting excited talking about it. It's one of the blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. So that was just an advertisement for the Holy Ghost. So we were talking about my actual, my favorite thing in bringing our spirit online. Did you go to John chapter 4? Did I mention that? Again, we're in the gospel according to John. And uh, it's in the fourth chapter, and it's in verse 24. And Jesus gives us a, a revelation that God is a spirit. Mm -hmm. did, did you see that? The, the verse 24, chapter 4 of John. He says that God is a spirit. Amen. So just thinking logically, if God is a spirit, and he is, mm -hmm. then what part of us would he speak to? He's going to speak to the part that he is. He's going to speak to our spirit. Doesn't that make sense? Amen. And that's why a lot of things don't make sense sometimes in his book, is because we're trying to relate to God who's a spirit with our mind. Mm -hmm. you got to relate to him as a spirit. Yes. Amen. He says that God is a spirit, and they that worship him. Ooh, that's me. I'm a worshiper. Amen. That's you. Yes. You're a worshiper. You, In fact, he created you as a priest, as a worshiper, as one that has been allowed and empowered to go in his very midst. Not <laughs> with you, your Lord. mind, not with your body, but with your spirit. Ooh, Look good. at this. God is a spirit and they that worship him. Now, it doesn't say they can. It doesn't say, you know, you know, if they want to. It says that they must. Do you know that the only time that you're in worship before God is when your spirit is expressing its love and adoration to him, mm -hmm. the God of our spirit? Wow. Amen. Oh, man. When you worship God, that worship is emanating from your spirit. Your spirit is activated, it's being expressed, it's expressing all that you have in your being towards God. And in that place, 
you're having an encounter with God. Amen. Only you yes. can go there. Only those that have been washed in the blood of Jesus, only those that have been made brand new on the inside, righteous and holy, a very capsule or vessel or temple of God yes. has been placed inside of us. If you think God is pure, then that tells us how pure our spirit is because he lives there. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. And he That's can't awesome. be in, in any vessel that isn't like him. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> you look just like God on the inside. Woo, and glory. you've been made to worship him. Notice how he says, he says, that they, that's talking about you, you're the they, Amen. he's talking about the believer, the one that's been changed by his power. They will worship him, how? In the spirit or from our spirit, according to truth. Wow. That is that's good. awesome. Amen. And I'll tell, tell you right now, if we take time, Activating our spirit by reading the word of God. If we take time to activate our spirit by talking to God. And if we'll take the time every day, right? It's a lifestyle. If we practice every day to worship the Almighty. Amen. The one who sent us the Lord Jesus Christ to be that lamb to join us to him then our spirit man will enjoy the benefit of coming online consistently. Ooh, glory. That's good. And you and I will begin recognizing. Because he's already talking. Amen. He's already directing. Amen. He's already revealing. He's already helping us in every decision. But you and I can begin to hear more accurately, more confidently. And that's when things get good. Amen. Come on. That's, that's when things get good. That's when yeah. people around you go, wow, how'd you end up here? Yeah. <laughs> and you can just smile. Yes, Jesus. Because he's ordering my steps. Mm -hmm. The steps of a righteous man. Ooh, glory. Amen. Are ordered of the Lord. Let's pray. Father... Wow, you are so wonderful. You are so awesome. You're so glorious. Oh, and you're helping us. You're helping us. You're leading and guiding us into all truth. You're conveying information and direction and insight and wisdom about every decision. And we can hear your voice because we're the sheep of your pasture. And Jesus, you said that my sheep, that's me. We hear your voice. So Lord, show us opportunities that we can put ourselves in an environment that's free from the distractions of the world so that we can be alone with you. And help us to be involved every day in activities 
where our spirit man is online, our spirit man is activated, our spirit man is now dominant above our mind and our will and emotions and above the feelings of our body. I know that once we open this book, you're speaking. I know when we're talking, my spirit is speaking to you. And Lord, I know when we worship glory to God, our spirit is in communion with you. And I just know if we'll just do this for, for a season, I just know that however long it takes, that it'll begin, it'll begin, we'll, we'll, we'll start, oh, yeah, huh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, that's, huh, I never saw it that way. That's awesome. Hey, yeah, I can do that. And he now <clears throat> is helping you with every step, every decision. And you'll just see results and <laughs> you'll see blessings come that you'll go yeah that's because of him yeah it just seemed like a small thing that he showed me but you know it brought me to here and look at this blessing Hallelujah. thank you lord that's walking hand in hand with the lord thank you for bringing us to that place lord now let's just lift our hearts and say thank, thank you, you. You, Let's just say, yes, I hear your voice, Lord. Yes. Yeah, I hear. Yes. I hear. <laughs> Above the noise. I hear on the inside the small, still voice. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And I just want everyone to remember, too, that um, we were talking the other day, and the Lord keeps bringing to my attention Psalms 91, 11, I believe it was that his angels have charge over you. Yeah. That you're safe and no sickness or disease could come on you. So remember that, you know, you're walking in his power, you're walking in his love, and he's already got your angels surrounding you <laughs> for you to be protective. I'm not saying don't be safe, don't stay home, but I'm saying you got this. Nothing to be afraid of in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we proclaim over you and declare and yes. decree. <laughs> that no evil, no evil shall befall you. Amen. And no plague, Ooh, glory, no none, virus, none. no sickness yes. shall come nigh thy dwelling in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo. We love you guys. We love you. Can't wait to give you big hugs. It's going to be soon. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Amen. God bless. We'll see you Sunday morning. You. Easter. Woo.